Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. And you are our listeners. And as always, we thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can. So feel free to listen to Prep Talk on your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on social media, on Twitter at NYC Emergency MGT, Facebook, Instagram, and much more. On this episode, we are highlighting preparedness for older adults. We will be chatting with representatives from New York City Emergency Management, and the Department for the Aging, and the Managing Director of Self-Help Community Services, the Senior Center that won this year's Senior Center of the Year Award from NYC Emergency Management. That's right, Omar. Now, preparing older adults for emergencies is a priority for both New York City Emergency Management and the Department for the Aging. Our special guests will talk about the resources available to older New Yorkers, um, but before we dive in, you know what time it is. Let us get you updated on the latest news in the emergency management field. Here's your Prep Talk Situation Report. All right, this is the Situation Report. Let's get started. The world's average temperature is rising faster than previously thought. According to the World Meteorologic Organization, the world's average temperature may increase by 5 to 9 degrees Fahrenheit by the end of the century. Experts say an increase of that magnitude would trigger vast changes to the environment, including ice vanishing from both the North and South Poles, extreme flooding due to rising sea levels, and irreversible loss of diversity among plants and animals. But we may not have to wait until the end of the century. Scientists say this year will probably be the second or third warmest year for global temperatures on record. Thank you, Allison. In other news, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, recently released its annual National Preparedness Report. The report evaluates annual preparedness progress and challenges facing the whole community, from terrorism and active shooter incidents to cyber attacks and natural disasters. Now, the report also points to a number of improvements made by federal, state, and local governments. You can access the report by logging on to FEMA.gov. Okay, and that is the Situation Report. Still to come, we will be talking with Ed Powell, Community Engagement Coordinator at New York City Emergency Management, and Ben Strong, Senior Director for Emergency Preparedness at the Department for the Aging. And later, we'll sit down with Mayor Waxman, the Managing Director for Self-Help Community Services. But first, here is a public service announcement from New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. 
brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. You're listening to Prep Talk, the Emergency Management Podcast. That's right. You are listening to Prep Talk, and we are back. Joining us for this episode are Ed Powell from New York City Emergency Management and Ben Strong from the Department for the Aging. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. It's a great pleasure. Thank you, Ben. Let's get started with you. Now, many of our listeners may be unfamiliar with the Department for the Aging. Uh, So can you tell us a little about your agency, your mission statement, and what programs you have for older adults? So we're really set on empowering older adults in the city. We fund 249 older adult centers as well as support services at naturally occurring retirement communities across the city. About 30,000 New Yorkers visit older adult centers daily for wellness, cultural, and recreation activities. We also provide around 12 million meals annually at at older adult centers and through home-delivered meals. We also do counseling and support services through Thrive NYC Geriatric Mental Health Initiative, as well as elder abuse services. Another thing people may not know is that we provide paid job training for older adults. We help support children through our foster grandparent program. Now, Ed, uh, New York City Emergency Management works with older adults to prepare them for emergencies. So what programs are in place uh, to ensure that older adults know what to do when disaster strikes? Well, Allison, our uh, Ready New York program educates all New Yorkers about how to be prepared for emergencies, including older adults. This year, New York City Emergency Management's Ready New York program hosted over 70 presentations in New York City senior centers. Many of them I did myself, about 90%, I, I guess. And we trained more than 5,800 uh, older New Yorkers in preparedness. You mentioned that you go out and you have these presentations. You give these presentations to older adults. So tell us about what that interaction with them is like and, and the experiences that you have just going out and helping to teach older adults about emergency preparedness. Let me start by saying there, there are a lot of misconceptions mm-hmm. about uh, older adults, you know, a lot of people think that uh, older adults are, are all weak and feeble. Uh, but when emergencies happen, uh, older adults are, are often among the first individuals to recover. You know, experience is taught, and I'm as speaking as an older adult myself, uh, experience has taught us that the world doesn't end. Uh, uh, things don't stop simply because of a single emergency event. I'm, I'm 79, and I have a beautiful 11-year-old daughter. And, and while that might not necessarily uh, address the question of, of, you know, resiliency, mm-hmm. uh, it totally dispels one of the other common misconceptions about older adults. And that's true because, uh, to your point, you know, people think that when they get to a certain age that, as you said, you know, life kind of is over. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, I have been, I visited a couple of the senior centers. I visited when we've had the Senior Center of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll have uh, Mayor on later to talk about the award that we recently gave to his senior center. And we're talking about people who they're, they're in their 70s, their 80s, their 90s, they're dancing, they're mm-hmm. playing games, they're socializing and interacting. Um, 
really dispelling the misconception. And so this is why senior preparedness is important, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Ed, what specific tips um, should older adults keep in mind to be prepared? You know, we know that older adults are resilient beings, but are there specific steps that you like to educate New Yorkers about? Uh, well, you know, one of the most important preparedness steps, um, I guess, is creating an emergency support network of people who will keep in touch with uh, each other during an emergency. Uh, and, and that includes people uh, who you can rely on during an emergency. Uh, it can be uh, people from your house of worship. It can be coworkers, neighbors, uh, uh, relatives, friends. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, no one should go through an emergency alone. Mm-hmm. I, I recently did a presentation in Coney Island area, and uh, an, uh, an elderly lady came up to me after the presentation. And she said, you know, I wish I had seen this presentation prior to Sandy. She said, I was all alone. Uh, no one contacted me. I didn't have anybody else to contact and if I had just had a, a, created a, a network of people who would be in touch, you know, it would have made all, all the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up an emergency support network. It's important for people to be able to rely on each other during an emergency. You rely on someone, they can also in turn rely on you. With people who may have, you know, special medical needs or their emergency plan um, might require them to maybe think about things like how to get prescription medications during an emergency or things like that. What would you say to them? Are there any um, special tips that people can follow? Well, you know, Allison, that's a great question. Uh, It's all about working with your providers before an emergency happens. You know, whether it's uh, medical treatment or home-based meal delivery, uh, find out their, their emergency plans so that they can, they can make sure that services or treatments aren't disrupted. Also, if you take prescription medications, have a plan with your doctor and your pharmacist to get emergency prescription uh, refills. Those are really great tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ben, uh, we've talked a lot about providers and caregivers. So what are some of the ways that uh, the Department for the Aging supports caregivers who work with older adults? Uh, That's a really good question. We support caregivers through partnerships with community-based providers in every borough. We help caregivers self-identify, then obtain respite care for when they need a break. We also offer counseling and referrals to resources. How can other states, countries, municipalities adopt the model that the Department for the Aging and New York City Emergency Management have put forth? resources for people to be prepared for emergencies and to stay resilient. I think New York City has one of the largest networks of senior centers out of any large municipality in the United States. So I think uh, looking at that and looking at the social clubs and naturally occurring retirement communities, um, it, I think we set an, an excellent example of having these, these networks and it kind of helps us uh, communicate emergency preparedness. Um, so I think uh, not only other emergency management organizations throughout the country can take a look at this, but other uh, uh, governmental and non-governmental organizations that uh, cater to the aging can also take a look. We know that emergency management, and I, I know from my time at emergency management, uh, we host delegations from all over the country and the world uh, for meetings to discuss best practices for preparing and responding to emergency events. Uh, DIFTA's Office of Emergency Preparedness is very much open to this and collaborating with 
uh, emergency management to have these delegations come here and, and learn about what we do. Mm-hmm. And for our listeners, DIFTA is uh, just a short way of saying Department for the Aging. Uh, Ed, what about you, um, people using this as a model? The three basic steps of preparedness are, are adaptable to any population, any environment. You know, for, for an older adult living in, in the Arctic or, or a teenager living in, in subtropical rainforest, planning ahead, gathering supplies and sustenance and, and making oneself aware of available resources can help to pre- prepare for emergencies, no matter where you are, no matter, you know, what age or anything else. All right. So New York City Emergency Management and the Department for the Aging uh, work to prepare older adults for emergencies. And one of the ways they do that is recognizing senior centers for their outstanding commitment to preparedness. And this is the Ready Senior Center of the Year Award. So talk to us about the importance of acknowledging uh, such achievements and the inspiration that comes with these awards. Ben, let's start with you. Sure. Senior centers are really critical. They're really important in the sense that they provide a critical avenue of information uh, to older adults. They also serve as cooling centers uh, during heat emergencies over the summer. So they're a source not only for older adults, but the entire city as a whole. Um, We're able to host a number of trainings at senior centers. We do Ready New York's there. And it's also just, it's a great way to intimately connect with the the older adults who go to those senior centers. Once you kind of make that connection, it's easier to communicate the emergency preparedness information that we, we really need to get out to them. Wonderful. It's about building that network. Ed, how about you? Well, as Ben mentioned, uh, senior centers do an exceptional job of engaging the community uh, in helping to prepare older New Yorkers for emergencies. And uh, recognizing this work can also motivate the community to do more to help each other. We are going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We will have more to come. Up next, we have Mayor Waxman, the Managing Director for Self-Help Community Services, also this year's winner of the Ready New York Senior Center of the Year Award. And uh, Ben and Ed stick around because they they have to participate in rapid response. They they can't get off. Yeah, (laughs) We're not letting you off that easy. That's right. We'll be back. Make a New Year's resolution to be in the know when an emergency happens. Whether it's a storm, a mass transit delay, or an unexpected event, get free alerts from Notify NYC, New York City's free emergency communications program. Download the Notify NYC app today. Visit nyc.gov or call 311. Remember, a notified New Yorker is a prepared New Yorker. If you don't know, now you know. You're listening to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. That's right. We're back. If you don't know, you're listening to Prep Talk. We have a special guest, Mayor Waxman. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, Let me start by saying congratulations on winning the 2019 Ready New York Senior Center of the Year Award. So let's get right into it. What was your initial reaction when you found out that your senior center had won this year's award? I was wowed. Um, I felt that it's a great honor and a recognition of the hard work that the center's director, Dr. Jane Chu, and her hardworking staff have done. Mm -hmm. We're proud to offer our members robust resources for emergency readiness. And I I guess it was just, um, it was flattering to be recognized for it. 
Now, can you tell us about the resources available at the center throughout the year? And how did you become involved in preparedness and also encouraging this resiliency among older adults in New York City? I can tell you, first of all, that the, the, the site director, uh, Dr. Jane Chu, has always been concerned about safety. And that's, you know, one of the integral things that we focus on in everything that we do. It's a very active center. We're contracted to serve 340 meals a day. And realistically, we have closer to 500 people um, being served in a limited space. So you know, there's always the risk of, of something happening and we take all precautions to make sure it never does. So with that mindset, uh, safety has always been a huge concern. I mean, some of the things that we have in the center for preparedness include the fact that we have a digital display board. Um, as soon as you walk into the lobby, which runs a program called FYI, the I-E-Y-E, um, which displays New York City emergency management information about how to make emergency plans and other public service announcements and information in the lobby. Um, we distributed information about emergency management's Ready New York City and the Notify NYC apps throughout the center's email network. And our computer instructors and volunteers help members download the apps to their cell phones, iPads, or computers. We offer emergency preparation presentations and booklets. We have printouts of the guide to making an emergency plan in English and in Chinese. We publicize emergency management's information and guidance. Um, we host safety and preparedness talks and handouts uh, and provide handouts from NYPD and from FDNY. We're, we're close with local politicians the political leaders and community board number seven. So they share relevant updates with us and our members. And the members have access to these leaders to ask questions and express concerns. And uh, like most DIFTA senior centers, Department for the Aging Senior Centers, we help keep seniors safe by serving as a New York City cooling center in the summer. And we provide a warm environment physically as well as emotionally for seniors on cold winter days. The sensitive staff pay special attention and uh, they check up on their homebound seniors. And, and this is why... You won this year's Senior Center of the Year Award. Just a number of vast resources that you have available for older adults in New York City. Now, you mentioned FDNY. I want to talk a little about the work that you do, not only with FDNY, but with NYPD and the American Red Cross as well. Tell us about that. I mean, one thing that we do, besides some of the, the educational talks that they give, is they've got a program um, that they provide uh, free smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, which mm -hmm. they'll put up in members' homes. Mm -hmm. They do that through the center. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I mean, you have such a sense of community and there's such a vast number of resources. Mm -hmm. It's not even just about how to be prepared, but it's something as simple as having a display board that gives you this information. Um, having in-person presentations, the fact that you bring technology to older adults, I think is fantastic because... Oftentimes, you know, we were talking about misconceptions earlier with our guests, how there are misconceptions on older adults and their their ability to be resilient. Right. Um, so talk to us about that sense of community for the older adults that visit your, your senior centers. Well, many seniors who attend Self-Helps Benjamin Rosenthal, Prince Street Innovative Senior Center, um, or who attend any other senior center, create a strong social support group. Uh, members socialize with peers of different backgrounds, get helpful information, such as for emergency preparedness. But they attend classes and social events. They participate in health, mental health, wellness programs. They receive social services and they eat nutritious meals. Um, seniors are also involved in setting center agendas through surveys and by serving as lay leaders on policy advisory councils. 
Mm. Uh, many senior center members, they, they look at the senior center as their second home. Wow. Now, taking the senior center concept in this model, how would you or what would you recommend to people who may want to adopt this type of model for their own municipality? We talk about this a lot about emergency management at its core is a shared field. Obviously, what you're doing is wonderful, and it could be applied to other places that might have naturally occurring retirement communities or a larger, um, older adult population. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with empowerment, meaning you've got people who often have more time on their hands than someone who's either stuck to school or or stuck to work. Um, you know, retirees um, have time and they want to spend that time being productive. So mm-hmm. there are ways that senior centers provide social services and they're fulfilling and, and you know, there, there are games and there are sports or there's ping pong and there's Tai Chi and there's, but um, once you've got those people together, then it's very important to take that, you know, that positivity and channel it towards something productive and valuable. So that's why, um, you know, the senior center is a perfect opportunity um, or, you know, you mentioned Norks, naturally occurring retirement communities, wherever you've got a bunch of um, seniors who uh, are tied together through something, you should make the most out of that and, and make sure that they're aware of uh, things regarding preparedness and things regarding safety. So, Mayor, what advice would you give to an older adult who's looking to get involved, who doesn't just want to be at home, who's looking for that sense of community? Senior centers, at least in New York, are open to anyone who's 60 years uh, of age or older, and they're welcome to come to a center, and you can take advantage of all the resources that are there, but we're also open to different ideas, meaning there are a number of uh, classes and uh, arts activities and and physical exercise and nutrition um, activities that already are there. But we also, you know, like to have new voices and we like to have people um, suggest something that they want to know about um, and we'll, we'll add classes into the uh, already active schedules. Now, the Senior Center of the Year Award. You recently held that ceremony, the award ceremony, and I heard that there was singing and there was Tai Chi. So you got to walk me through this award ceremony and just the entertainment that was there and, you know, how the seniors felt just being able to participate in, in this. Yeah, so event. yeah, I think we had about 200 uh, seniors who participated mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them participated not just by being in the audience, but by actually performing. Mm-hmm. We had seven different groups um, perform from uh things that are learned at the center. So right. we had a drum line. We had a Chinese violin, it's called. We had a harmonica group, right? We had um, a fashion show. We had uh, two or three different, oh, two dances and Tai Chi. And again, a lot of it um, was uh, from the Chinese culture that the the majority of our members come from and the, the colors and the sounds um, I mean, these are, again, people who come to the center to learn something fun and exciting and to do it with friends in a social environment. Um, and we're glad that we're able to provide them such uh, information as, you know, preparedness and safety information when we've got them there. And they want to be there. You know, it's it's not just like uh, going to, to, to learn something against your will. Rather, you're there because you enjoy being there. 
So right. you rich resources, you get the emergency preparedness, but you also get to learn new skills. And celebrate to, life. Yeah, right? And I think that that's a wonderful thing. And we were saying this before, there's that misconception. Older adults are resilient. They're lively. They are ready to, you know, they're ready to learn something new and to apply that to their own lives. Uh, and, and we really appreciate all of the work that you do. So thank you for joining us on Prep Talk and, and discussing this. And congratulations again on winning the award. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for having me. It's time for Prep Talk Rapid Response. All right, it's rapid response time. And if you are a first-time listener, it's simple. Omar and I will ask questions, and our guests will give the first answer that comes to mind. All right, first question. Um, Mayor, we'll start with you. What is the one emergency item you cannot live without? Is bundling a legitimate answer? I mean, I'm I'm supposed to say like a hat or warm boots, but I uh, tend to snuggle up in my coat also. So bundling. We'll take it all. We'll We'll take take it it all. Ed, what about you? Uh, I don't know if you consider this an item, but um, one emergency, uh, one winter emergency I, thing that I cannot live without uh, is my wife. If you, <laughs> if you would, uh, could imagine, you know, a, a cup of soothing hot chocolate in a snowstorm, that's my wife. All right. You get husband of the year. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk with her after this. That's right. probably the, wow. I was definitely not expecting that. Ben, ben what, about what about you? About you? Well, it kind of hard to beat that. Um, <laughs> I'd go with waterproof boots. Essentials. They're key. Keep your feet warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Omar goes with three scarves. That's right. I got to double up on the scarves at least. Triple up. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask Ed any more questions here. But <laughs> so the next question, uh, one tip that you would give an older adult about preparedness. Ben, we'll start with you. Uh, get to know your neighbors. Mm, wonderful. I like that. We say it all the time. Check on your neighbors. Get to know them. I love it. Yeah. Mayor, how about you? Oh, join a senior center, of course. You'll stay informed about uh, any alerts happening throughout the city and have access to a social worker and a hot meal. Wonderful. Ed? Uh, don't say I'm going to start preparing tomorrow. Start immediately. Start today. Uh, I always say that in my presentations. Start now. You don't know when that emergency is going to happen. All great answers. What is your favorite sitcom, Mayor? Uh, anyone remember Police Squad by the makers of Airplane? It's a short-lived season. Otherwise, maybe Welcome Back, Hotter. That's okay. a good throwback. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Ed, what about you? I'm going to date myself by saying I love Lucy. Oh. <laughs> Fred and Ethel Mertz, you know, they're the best. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Ben? Ben. Uh, Seinfeld. Oh, my guy. High school. My guy. <laughs> I still watch it. Shout out to Jerry Seinfeld. I love to say it every time, even though he may not be listening, but Seinfeld is there for me as well. What's the deal with Omar? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, sum up the work you do in one word, Mayor. Dignify, uh, because we pr- provide uh, dignity for seniors. Maybe we're not actually giving them that dignity, but we allow them to maintain it. So dignify. Rewarding. I, I think I get probably more out of this than the people who I, who I present to. Equip. We're trying to empower and teach and uh, prepare older adults for the emergencies on the horizon. And you are all doing a, a great job at that. And we thank you all for your for your work. Thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so much. 
that's this episode of Prep Talk. If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared.